Hi, I'm Melissa and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast where we can normalise the conversation of motherhood and delve into issues that are quite often swept under the rug. Join me every single Tuesday for a brand new episode with a brand new topic. This is a mummy's club you want to be a part of. Hi and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. Today I'm joined by Robin who is a mother of one and a business owner. Today Robin's going to be sharing with us how she came through and overcame a difficult time in her life to now opening up her own business. Robin, welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So I want you to start off by just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, so my name is Robin. I am a registered nurse. I actually, um, it, you know, I was one of those nurses that uh, was kind of called to action when the whole COVID thing kicked off. I traveled for about two and a half years um, doing the COVID crisis response and um, I'm also a mother to a little boy. He is turning 11 soon. And I have since uh, lately, uh, this year, about around April, have recently opened up um, a health and wellness med- medical spa. And so, um, you know, I'm just out there uh, doing what I love and still doing some nursing on the side, traditional nursing, um, because I, I really love that environment, keeping my skills um, nice and sharp, caring for others. And then I just have this other, what I like to call a happy heart side of nursing, uh, where I, you know, work in the aesthetics industry in my medical spa. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about nursing is, you know, we have a lot of options. And so I do have my own spa opened. Um, and so that's a little bit about what I do. Okay. Amazing. So naturally I want to sort of find out what led you down the road to opening up your own medical spa um, and a little bit about the background of you doing that. Uh, yes. Okay. So um, like I had mentioned, I have been traveling for the past uh, two and a half years doing COVID. Uh, nursing is actually my second career. I did have about 15 years uh, prior to uh, I worked in the oil and gas industry and I just, you know, always found myself my personal time really being drawn to, uh, you know, like natural things, holistic, uh, taking just that holistic path. I became a massage, um, in 2014 and, um, you know, because I just really love that side of, 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 you know, healthcare and just personal care. Um, and so, there came a time where, you know, the oil and gas industry was cyclical. And so I had the opportunity to go into nursing school, which really kind of fit the path for me personally. And I wanted to, that to just through a professional career as well, because I really believe in marrying both therapeutic and conventional ways. I don't, I think you kind of need a little bit of both um, to just live a, you know, a healthy lifestyle. And, and so, um, in that path of becoming a registered nurse, um, 
uh, was kind of towards the end of, of that, that finishing that education part for myself is when COVID hit. <laughs> and so uh, it kind of came to a calling and a need for me to go out there and help the nation. And so, you know, life was just moving really fast at that point in time. And July, 2020 um, was when I first uh, started traveling COVID and, um, and so I went out, I went to a couple cities out in Texas and, uh, you know, my life hit a very big pivotal moment at that time. And about six weeks into, uh, me traveling, uh, I, I got a surprise of my life and, uh, you know, I was notified by my husband, um, who I've been in a relationship for about 15 years, uh, that, you know, he no longer to be married. And so that was quite a shock um, in my life. I was actually on a contract in Eagle Pass at the time. Um, it was very much a surprise for me. And so um, I, I ended that contract uh, right away. I, you know, I considered it a family emergency. I came home um, lots of things kind of transpired. Um, and I kind of found myself, uh, basically after 15 years being a single mom and, uh, you know, uh, lots of obstacles that came from that and as you could probably imagine. And so I just found myself, you know, out of a contract, um, you know, I, you know, had my son and uh, really evaluating, I guess, really where I was in my life at that time, because, you know, I, I was almost having an identity crisis, really, because I had been a wife and mom my whole adult life. And, uh, you know, obviously, that chapter was coming to a close for me. Um, and luckily, one of the things that I really did want to share in this podcast of just like how amazing um, it was in life for me at the time to have a community of friends and family that just was there for me for support. Um, and then having you know, that beautiful little boy's face, uh, you know, depending on me at the time. And so I kind of got myself up by my bootstraps and I there and I just continued to work really hard and, and put my heart into my career as a nurse. Um, and throughout that time, I started to obviously go down the, the path, you know, I felt like I had relived almost every second of my life um, for the past 15 years, yeah. uh, reflecting. And one of the things that I really like came to realize is how much I gave up of myself as a, just a person, you know, be, being a mom and a wife and, you know, doing all the things for the family, I realized that I had kind of found myself in just this automatic, like automatic system, um, you know, kind of going through the motions a lot. And I, I feel like it's not uncommon for moms to feel like, you know, they give up much of themselves when they, you know, have a family and they're taking care of things. And, and so I actually, through the last uh, year or so of kind of just reinventing my life was really kind of about um, coming 
that close to who I am and what I liked. Uh, I remember there was one part of the journey where I was just like, I, I was cleaning out my office, you know, lots of cleaning out uh, during that time for me, but I was finding all these really cool things that I used to do and love. Yeah. And I had realized I had put those on the back burner for so many years and like how, you know, I just was really thinking about, you know, this was fun for me, you know, and how much I really loved doing so many things that I put aside. And a lot of that had to do with where I'm at today, you know, like, um, you know, I was a massage therapist, I was also an aromatherapist, I did yoga, I'm now a nurse, and I just started thinking about, you know, I'm, I turned 40, you know, and, and so, you know, I just started thinking about where can I make a really big impact in, you know, people's lives. A lot of times, you know, you know, and I'm thinking about the, you know, the, the, the mother community, the female community, you know, mm-hmm. and just relating to what it takes to be a mom. Um, and so, I just really got back down to the roots of what I love and what makes me feel good and what I know, you know, possibly may make other women feel good that have maybe gone through a similar journey. And I actually started working at a medical spa, um, doing aesthetics for some time. Uh, and then that's where I found, uh, you know, just really the motivation to, you know, go ahead and, and, you know, put some of the money that I saved, um, and, and open up a business. And part of that decision was really me toying with, you know, we, we have one life and I know that might sound a little cliche, but it's like, would I really regret not taking this step, even though it was a very big risk, you know, um, I, I felt like I would be more upset with myself if I didn't take the risk than if I took the risk and it maybe it didn't pan out, but you know, I'm still doing something that I love. And, and as of right now, everything's all well. And, and I get to really build a lot of wonderful and honestly intimate relationships with my patients and my clients. And so I, I feel like for the first time, it's like this, you know, this, this whole world opened up and I'm out there really doing and having some freedom and doing what I love. Firstly, like you overcome in, um, some obstacles that were thrown in your way unexpectedly. What would you say was like your main driving force from where you were back then to where you are now? First and foremost, it's my son, you know, he's, a child. He's a minor. He's very vulnerable. He needs me. Um, you know, in the beginning, all I had to hold on to because there was just so much shock that I had gone through. Um, and so much confusion more than anything, because it was really like surprise, you know, um, at the time I was, uh, you know, kind of being, you know, taken down a different idea where my life was headed with my family. And then it was like just one afternoon. And it sounds really strange um, without going into a whole lot of detail about it, but how the call just came across, you know, and, uh, you know, my family really just had to ingrain in me that, you know, your son needs you because I feel like 
I'm a human being, of course, you know, uh, and this was something very unexpected for me. So of course I wanted to lay in bed and be depressed all yeah. the time, you know, in the beginning for sure. Um, but just, just knowing, like having the grit that you have to have as a mom, you know, we, if you're a mom, you've uh, bared a child in some fashion and you got up you got in that child where they are today, safe and sound. So I really had to kind of go into the grit of what it takes to, to really be a mom. I think that was the one part of my identity that I did heavily rely on. And then the other part was just coming back to, you know, I do do love myself. I do care about myself. I do want better for myself. Now let's look at this, what seemed to be a tragedy at the time. Let's see where the be and the newfound freedom is and where can I really explore? Uh, what can I do now? And those were some of the questions. And in the beginning, I did feel a lot of resistance because I didn't, it's really strange when, uh, you know, something traumatic happens at least for me in my life, when that happened, I was like, I almost, in the beginning, I didn't want to feel good. I didn't want to do anything to feel good. I remember my mom saying, you know, Robin, you know, you have a day off. Don't sit in your chair and cry all day. You know, don't do something fun. And I just remember thinking like, how can I possibly want to do anything fun? And, uh, and and as time went on and I just continued to just show up, sometimes it was purely just going through the motion, but I kept putting one foot in front of the other. And it is true what they say, time does heal all wounds or at least most wounds. And, you know, another one is this too shall pass. And it, it has, it has passed and it, it is passing every day. And now I just wake up you know, kind of in a more creative mode, um, feeling stronger. Um, I did have a, a coach, a life coach at the time. And I remember her telling me it will take sheer will, you know, for you to just basically pick up your blanket and walk. And those were some of the things that I clung to very tightly just to kind of get through some of those harder moments and those hop obstacles, you know, now I feel like I can be a little bit of a shining light for people because if it wasn't for those people who shine their lights for me, you know, surely I would have pulled out of it, but thankfully, you know, I got to pull out of it. And at this point in time, it not even, it, it's coming up on about two years, you know, but I, I am feeling very solid, you know? And so I am grateful for those, those other women, those other moms, those other women who had been through divorced um, and, and just believed in me so that I could believe in myself again. And so I just, uh, now like I said, just, I feel like my, my footing is a lot more uh, strong and secure and I'm, and I'm out there hopefully making a difference for others. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like it's inspiring you sharing your journey and sharing what you have come through. Does what you've been through make you feel more connected to um, other women and what they have possibly gone through? Absolutely. Um, I've always been, you know, a hero for women and 
girl circles. And uh, <laughs> I, I grew up watching the Yaya Sisterhood. I know that sounds silly, um, you know, with my stepmoms and, and just, you know, always and my mom and sisters. And, you know, I have been very great, lucky to grow up in an atmosphere where you know women are the queens and the queens create the circles and we're all there to support each other of course the men were important but um you know just the sisterhood that i got to grow up you know really being a part of even from a very young age um and and they were so inspiring for me because you know, you get so many different perspectives from so many different women. And I will say even the sisterhood in the nursing world was so phenomenal for me. Like just these women who just said, you know, they said it'd be better off. Oh, you know, so many women have gone before me in this journey. And, you know, quite frankly, I, I was really embarrassed and ashamed, uh, about it, you know, for a very long time. And then as I got to see other women just really be confident in their stories that were like mine, it just, it started to help me pull through who I am as a person. And since then I have met other, even younger ladies than I going through similar things. And it's almost like now, you know, hindsight is always 2020 and it's wonderful when you can get this kind of retrospective view. Uh, now granted when you're in the view, it's really tough, but I'm hoping that, you know, I can, you know, definitely help someone, you know, going through that or, or like, for example, when I'm at my med spa and I have a mom who's, you know, just ready to feel a little bit better and, and I can help them. And those connections mean so much to me. And so, yes, I'm very much a hero for women and, you know, straightening each other's crowns and, and definitely being, you know, a resource and a kind word and, you know, a smile and a hug. Like, you know, I consider most women, my BFFs, everyone I meet, you know, yeah and I think for, like for myself personally it's only when I became a mother and went through certain things I've really valued and understood and appreciated what a woman goes through and what we you know have to go through and things that we go through the journey through motherhood um I wanted to touch on a little bit as well um on your road to self-discovery what was the one thing when you were getting to know yourself that you were drawn back into reintegrating into your life that you kind of forgot about when you became a mother and a wife? I think it was mostly the ability to have fun again. Um, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how silly this may sound or, you know, how, how much belief anyone could put into something like this, but I'm a Capricorn and, you know, the idea behind some of those beliefs is, you know, I have a serious nature about myself and highly responsible. And sometimes I come off, you know, as maybe not the funnest person at the party. Um, and I think a lot of times when I was, you know, tasked with the responsibility of child and wife, you know, having a child and being a wife, you know, just, oh, I, I just became overly responsible, you know, for my family. And I do that role very well. Um, but then I, I forget that I'm, I'm actually very playful and I'm very fun. 
And now that I had this extra room in my life and kind of was able to come out of a little bit of what that initial response was for me, just having the fun and being lighthearted and removing some of the fear, rebuilding my faith, uh, you know, initially, you know, that faith was a little bit shattered for me uh, in the beginning, um, but I've been able to come to peace with it again and reincorporate that in my life and know that I don't have to be fearful. You know, I, I tend to like to, you know, control the thing. Sometimes, you know, the frustration and trying to control outcomes that are beyond my control. And I've, I've learned a lot about, you know, surrendering for that, um, you know, how to place my energy. Once again, I, you know, back when I was really into, you know, all of my holistic modalities, which I got to reincorporate back into my life now, um, you know, you know, just having a lot of awareness and being able to kind of, I don't know, purify my energy is the right word, but, you know, really kind of just channel my energy or uh, into more positive, you know, means of interest and things like that. I, I got to, whenever I do that and I can release some of those fears, you know, amazing things actually happen. I, I am quite surprised a lot of times what pops up when I kind of relinquish some of the control and fear that I typically, you know, my little human self like to grip onto sometimes. And I think, you know, having the fun um, and just re-exploring, you know, myself and my interests is one thing that I love. One of the things that I, I've been into since I was, you know, for 20 years now was juicing. I love juicing. Um, you know, I love my aromatherapy, um, all of those types of things. And I, I really missed actually, um, just building relationships and having, um, those fun, intimate, connected moments with my friends and family, because I don't know, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know sometimes life as a wife and mom, you don't get to nurture your friendships a whole lot because there's so much, so many tasks to do in a day and everybody's ingrained in their work week. And sometimes a lot of that is based on, you know, surviving the day to day. Um, and so uh, those are some of the things that I've been able to kind of reignite um, in my life now. And it's almost like at, at the first beginning of it, you know, it's like going to a restaurant, there was too many options to even choose, you know. Um, but now that I've gotten a more clearer picture of what I'm doing, where I'm headed, where my passion is and purpose, now I'm, I'm you know, able to really pick off the menu of things that I want. And then it's just kind of expanding from, from there. So I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And I think the connections that I'm making um, with my relationships, even from a patient to patient standpoint, I, it's just so rewarding. Yeah, I, I bet it is. And just one last question to, um, um, surrounding you and your journey. What was the, mm -hmm. was there um, any sort of pinnacle moment through your journey of healing when you were like, you know, I, I'm definitely making progress. I'm, I'm healing. There was there, was there a pinnacle moment or was it just kind of like a day to day you began to feel stronger and better and more focused? 
yeah, there, I believe there was a pinnacle moment and it's when I started to, to kind of forget about the past um, and forget about it in a way that was hurtful. You know, uh, when I would have these memories or I would reminisce, you know, because, you know, I had went on my whole life, you know, thinking it would go a different way. Um, having been married, you, I thought I'd be married my whole life with the same person, the father of my child. I, I imagined as being 50 60, 50, 60 years old, having conversations like, oh, you know, we got through it. Sometimes it was rough, but we got through it and staring at our son and and, you know, saying, oh, being just so proud. And so a lot of that was shattered for me. Um, and when I used to think about not having that anymore, um, I would become, you know, it would be kind of painful thought for me. And the pinnacle moment for me was when that thought was no longer painful. And I actually started to get really, really excited just in my own personal feelings about no matter what happens, I'm still so happy and proud of my son. And I know I will look upon him and, and just be really grateful um, and happy for his life. Sorry to cry. <laughs> and so um, I just came to peace. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just started having this overwhelming feeling of peace and, um, excuse me, feeling okay. And actually being glad in a way, you know, because um, uh. I think I felt um, kind of relieved after a while. Once I think I relief and then see like all the blessings that took place and how my world just expanded in all my relationships. Uh -huh. Um, that was a real pinnacle moment for me where I could just be like, you know what? This was for the best. Mm -hmm. um, I get to have me again. Yeah. And the moment I knew I could have me and I loved me and I truly was expanding me and that meant more for my son. That's when I became grateful for the whole experience. I can just say like literally Robin, you've, verbalized <laughs> pretty much like a feeling that I can relate to you know that whole realizing you know it's for the best and that you're seeing things flourish around you that you when you're sort of in a cloud that you know in yourself probably not you per se but women feel like you know I'm not going to leave this this is a foundation this is my family <clears throat> and when mm -hmm. that kind of um changes you realize um, for myself, when you were saying like, it's actually for the better good and the blessings that come out of it, it definitely is something I could resonate with. Um, what I would love for you to do as well is if you could mm -hmm. tell our listeners exactly where they can find you if they're in your local area um, so they can come and check out your spa or if, or if you have a social media where you connect with women, just where a sort of post that they can, they can find you. 
Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so I'm actually located in the Cypress, Texas area. I am um, off of 290 and Mason, kind of in the Fairfield location. Um, my uh, so I have a little med spa there and I love pampering women and just, um, you know, like I said, creating that little sisterhood and celebrating results. Cause that's one of my most favorite things to do, um, with my clients and patients. Um, and I do have an Instagram. It is, so my, my med spa is called lit lit anesthetics um and so my instagram handle is lit underscore aesthetics rn and um so that's where you can find me on instagram i am also on facebook um, which is practically the same except for no underscore so it's lit aesthetics rn um and so yeah i serve the cypress houston katie and tomball area um, and I would love to, you know, like I said, just connect with people who would like to come see me. I would love to help make an impact and add value to their lives. Um, and yeah, share stories because, you know, one of the things I absolutely love about being a nurse and it's whether I'm at the bedside or at my med spa is just building those close, connected, intimate relationships with my patients um, and knowing that I'm making a difference in their lives. Amazing. I want to say thank you so much, Robin, for sharing your story and sharing your journey and sharing your passion and also um, introducing yourself to the listeners so they can see who, you know, what it looks like to overcome obstacles and that it's not all negative and that there's some great positive. Um, I definitely feel like you'll, you'll definitely inspire a lot of women who listen to this episode. So I really want to thank you for, for sharing. Thank you so much, Melissa. I greatly appreciate being a guest on your podcast. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening in to this week's episode. Feel free to leave a comment, like, and share this episode. If you want a chance to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is send me a DM on my Instagram, which is at the Mummy Warriors. See you next week.